I guess I should try to introduce myself a little bit. Uh, my name is Joan Washington, and I've been doing poetry since I was, oh, about in the third grade. Uh, I remember so clearly I went to Winterhalter Elementary School on Detroit's northwest side. It was on a beautiful street called Broad Street. It was the most magical place to walk down in any season. And then uh, the Winter Halter holds so many wonderful memories for me and and my and really gave me the inspiration, you know, to to write. I was always very good at, at making up little stories with me and my dad. We would have something called poem offs at the table. He always caught me the margarine queen. I caught him the cigar king. And after dinner, we would go at each other. <laughs> it was really funny because we would go after each other, but it had to be all in rhyme. And that was my first, you know, remembrance of poetry with my dad and understanding that this was really, you know, a talent. I never thought it was, you know, a big deal until I went to Oakland University and things that are happening <laughs> because I was always able to write my stories and tell my poetry in a way that was just so natural. And I had one professor, I remember it very clearly, we had finished class. It was a beautiful winter's night. It was one of those snows that was shimmering like diamonds. It was so muffled outside. It was a heavy snow, but it was warm. And I was walking to my car and I heard this strange sound behind me. And then I turned around and I saw my teacher hurrying after me, my professor. And she looked very worried, which made me worry because I was thinking, okay, now what did I do? And uh, we had had an assignment and I did the assignment and she was seemed astounded by it. But, you know, I didn't really pay that much mind. But when she approached me in that parking lot, you know, she had her, her eyes were very large and she was shaking her face and saying, Joan, Joan, how did you learn how to write like this? I, I can't teach you anything. There's nothing that I could teach you now. I don't know about you, but nobody had ever told me that there was nothing that they could teach me in that class. I, I didn't know if I was to feel um, uh, afraid or was that a compliment? I, I just didn't know how to take that. And so she finally said, well, you know, you can just um, tutor the the other students and that was a laugh because you know I'm about the only black up in that class at Oakland University and they were not very nice they were very hostile you know but I took it all in stride it was, it was just what we did is how we learned how to cope with racism you know but uh, you know moving on I would like uh, I've been writing poems you know poetry for such a long time and you know I'm um, I get inspiration from wherever I go and whatever I do. I spent 11 years overseas. I've been in um, South Africa where, where I worked with the Department of Education and Cultural Affairs with the U.S. Embassy there in, in Tang, which is the capital of South Africa. Uh, worked in HIV AIDS peer education and putting together their American Corner Cultural Center there. Worked in uh, East Africa in Bujumbura, Burundi, as part of the EAC, which is the East African Community, you know, working with the um, U.S. Embassy there and working with federal government 
there, the government and the military putting together microeconomic programs and uh, education programs in ESL, EFL, um, and ELL um, services for Teachers Quad Nest and uh, putting together programs that allow um, the Bujumbura government to communicate more effectively with their neighbors, Uganda, Rwanda, Tanzania, etc., because they speak English, which is the international business language, and the people in Bujumbura, Burundi, are francophones. So we had to come up with you know programs that allow them to learn how to speak English so they can communicate and trade and what have you. Uh, spent about six years or so in Saudi Arabia, you know, working at the Princess Noor University in Riyadh. I was one of the um, uh, general managers or executive managers there, working with the ESL or English language program, teaching international, uh, working with international teachers and teaching mostly Saudi young ladies, you know, uh, a lot of uh, English language learning skills and building programs. Then I was in uh, Riyadh. Uh, I'm sorry, I was in uh, Al Kobar uh, working as a professor for um, Prince Mohammed bin Fayed. University in Al Kobar. Uh, been uh, working in a special assignment in uh, Toulouse, France, and Istanbul, Egypt. Uh, you know, a lot of these different you know places that I've had the pleasure of going and learning and really being immersed in culture. Now, um, I would like to share with you a poem called "Like Grandma's Dianthus." Now, I don't know about you, but I never had a, a relationship with my grandparents. My grandparents were one of the two most unloving people that I had ever met. You know, we never got a Christmas gift, not, not, never got a kiss, never got a hug, never got a locket. I always had this thing for lockets. I always wanted a locket. I never got a locket. And that's one thing I always wanted. You know, seeing TV, you see the little girls get a locket from their grandmother or something very special. You know, that uh, as a, a um, keepsake piece. So basically... I wrote this poem uh, to to just, um, you know, what if I had a grandmother and grandfather that were very loving and that I could uh, uh, just grow in love with them? So because my mother loves flowers, I just decided I would write this poem called Dianthus. And I love flowers. Dianthus are very beautiful and they're um, um, perennial flower, and they grow in clusters, and they're just beautiful flowers. This is called Like Grandma's Dianthus. I've reckoned with mortality under the calm of evening's tide. But like Grandma's Dianthus, tenacious and free, we required full sun. Endless as the summer's long, Grandma's Dianthus birthed sweet Velvet crimson among clever weeds and blaze of day, and we stretched and we grew along the way. At times absurd and rowdy our play, we scrambled to danger's call. Big freedom at once since summer waning, it lavished us with unbridled deeds that curled around our feet like grandma's sweet red dianthus. But Oh, before too long, summer had gone 
and with it grandma's sweet red dianthus and chunks of our innocence and original dreams that lightly garnished over rivulets like silver pennies. Amid ether and God's middle fingers, our innocence awaits by and by. And like grandma's sweet red dianthus, we grow eternal.